Welcome to Timely Wisdom with Drs. Alice Bradford, Sarita Wright, Brenda Wallace, Carolyn Carlisle, and I am Venice Burns. You can watch us live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Follow us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Today, our guest is Dr. Cecilia Ryan, Prophetic Purpose. This was recorded on May 19th. I, I am so encouraged to introduce this woman of God, a woman of God who has the power of prayer on her lips, the grace of God in her heart, and the prophetic boldness in her walk. Amen. She is the author of eight or more powerful books. One in particular, which is partly the focus of our conversation today, is 40 Days. Tongues of fire and prophetic transformation. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Can I say that one more time? Come on. 40 days, tongues of fire and prophetic transformation. Wow. She is really? a global visionary who leads those who are willing to go beyond what they see in themselves. She is the founder and convener of the International Prophetic Prayer Conference. She is the mother of Dr. Tama Bryant Davis. She is the mother of Dr. Jamal Bryant, Harrison Bryant. And she is the wife of Bishop John Richard Bryant. Now, for those of you who are familiar, welcome. But for those of you who are not familiar with her ministry, buckle up. Because you are in for a major blessing. Come on, everybody. Let us welcome the Reverend Dr. Cecilia Williams Bryant. Welcome, Dr. Bryant. Hello, welcome, Dr. Bryant. How are you? Praise the Lord. I, I'm so thankful to God for this. I'm so thankful to God for this opportunity to engage with the Sisters of Prophecy in a time when God himself has positioned us to manifest and to mirror the move of God in the throne room. I'm concerned because my constituency in this hour is primarily women in ministry and women in leadership. Mm -hmm. And what we understand is that in a pandemic, to prophesy is both a source of exasperation and a source of exhilaration. Mm -hmm. The source of exasperation is when we're living out our woman place and have to touch on the mortal issues of being mother, being grandmother, the mm. mortal issues of social distancing. But the gateway of exhilaration is when we transcend personal predicament and enter the realm of the throne room. <laughs> I'm concerned now because I'm praying and asking God that through the movement of the Holy Spirit, the brokenness of the women will not cripple the efficacy of their prophetic engagement. Imagine God in this season that those wounded places in our soul life would not so corrupt our discernment that we will lose our agency and 
asbestos. And so the pandemic for us becomes a call to what I would call uh, wandering around in God. Ooh. For the women who are called and, and anointed, we recognize in this season that when we pray that we are in a God stream of consciousness. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Which means that mm. my, my mm -hmm. thoughts after God, mm. which means that I make my bed at the altar. And the whole while I trespass into cloisters of entitlement. Ooh. In other words, those places in the natural and the spiritual that try to prohibit our agency because of the anointing of the Lord, oh, we're man. able to trespass into those places. My daughter did an interview last week uh -huh. and she reminded me of something I had said to her. Mm. That when My God. The persecution is the greatest. I and you can't find me. <laughs> it's because I have entered the enemy's camp to go get my stuff back. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm calling on the women of God <laughs> to mobilize mm -hmm. and to equip yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, even in a pandemic. My God. To go straight into the enemy's camp and get your stuff back. Hey, God. We've seen this mirrored poetically in theater and for colored girls who have considered suicide. Well, I know that in 2020, many African diasporic women of prophecy have considered suicide. My God. We've mm. killed ourselves mm. over our sexual identity. Mm. We've killed ourselves mm. over our financial frustrations. We've killed ourselves uh, over the disproportionate rejection in congregational life when our mm. stewardship is the channel of life for the church. Mm. And so it is, how do we live out in this juxtaposition between exhilaration and exasperation? Mm -hmm. One day at a time. One day at a time. One prayer at a time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My Lord. Mm. Dr. Bryant, we have so many women and men on the line who have become stagnant. Um, they believe they've been called to the prophetic ministry. Mm -hmm. However, they are in a place of not understanding how to walk in it, not understanding what to do when they hear these vo hear this voice or hear these words, how would you walk them through the process or how would you guide them into prophetic truth or their pr prophetic purpose? This is... Um that and when we go to the pentecost text yeah he said this is that yeah. <laughs> so now, this is that <laughs> this is that yeah 
your sons and your daughters. This is that, that globally and locally, from puberty to elderhood, the woman prophet is emerging, hallelujah, without boundaries, without limitations, without constraint. This is that, what our grandmothers and mothers saw in the spirit realm and anticipated, but the church could not get itself ready for. This is that. <laughs> Women walking in the fullness of the anointing, despite the fact that there are those who are still using subterranean texts to suppress our supernatural gifting and anointing. I am only here because of the word of God. Mm-hmm. That's right. You are only here because of the word of God. Yeah. The Bible says in Ephesians 3, 21, 20 and 21, that those supernatural events that take place will only take place according to the power that is at work within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the power that is with at work within us is for no other purpose than to bring glory to the church right. Right. in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever. Right. And so we're here to introduce forever. When we stay out of this pandemic, Ooh. it is because forever has come from the house. Wait, 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 wait. She the said- stagnation <laughs> is not of the spirit. The stagnation the carnal imposition of the evils of patriarchy. My God. Oh, my oh. God. Oh. That's powerful. <laughs> Dr. Wright, come on. I know she has stirred your spirit. Come on, Doctor. Oh, goodness. This is that we are here to introduce forever. Come on. That's powerful, and you know it. It, it, it reminds me of uh, something that Doctor uh, that Bishop McKenzie said in her broadcast. Don't miss the pandemic. Don't waste so, it. Or don't waste it. So many yeah. people are complaining about this season rather than understanding. I'm, that I'm not even... understanding, Doctor Sarita. I'm not understanding, Doctor Sarita. Can you can you hear her? Would you say it again? That Bishop McKenzie stated it's on the. Wobbled. She said it's muffled. Now I don't hear her at all. Okay. Go ahead and start talking. Okay. okay. Bishop okay. McKenzie stated on the broadcast, don't waste the pandemic. And there are many that are complaining about this season rather than understanding, let's adjust to the season. Mm. There's still work to be done. There's still things to accomplish. And 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 rather the time that they're spending complaining about being stuck in the house, they could have cleaned the house. The time that they're spending complaining about how the children are acting, take that time to teach your children some values. Teach them how to cook. Teach them how to clean. Teach them how to 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 talk and communicate with one another. And and as we're in this season, as we're in this season. This time is crucial. It is vital to all of us. 
But even at the end of it, like the like the ten virgins, there's gonna be the five wise and the five foolish. Somebody's gonna come out of this and say, "Girl, I wish I'd have done this. I mm-hmm. sure wish I'd have spent more time on that. I was supposed to be writing a book. I should have mm-hmm. worked on it and missed." totally miss the opportunity that yes, and I'm going to say it, that God has put before us. Mm -hmm. Because none of us are in control of anything. None of us can magically make it disappear. So while we're in this time, let's use this time wisely. This is the time to introduce our children to their God self. And the reason we don't understand babies when they're born, they're speaking and they're the ones who have most recently been with God. Jesus. So when they come from eternity into the natural order, they are the ones who are expert on divinity. But then they are socialized into a cultural of secularism and they lose contact with their God self. And the importance for us as women now, I would rather have a child lay hands on me and pray that I be healed than somebody's carnally intoxicated wannabe prophets. Uh And so this is the time to introduce the children to their God self. The Bible says Christ is the hope of glory. Jesus, when he entered the temple, already knew more about God at 12 years old than all of the rabbis in the temple. You understand? And so we must help the children to make contact with their God spirit. And that's why the most effectual thing you can do as a parent is to teach your child how to communicate with God. Yes. How to listen to the voice of God. Yes. How yes, to hear yes, God. Yes, yes. How to see God. How to know God. Mm. Instead of passing on incomplete theologies. Wow. It's wow, better mama. to share your theophany. Let oh. them know when you experienced God. I experienced God at nine. And oh. when I did his voice spoke to my ear, you see? Mm, so yes. let children know that God is not an alien. Mm. God is not a superpower like supernatural. Huh? God is that which is <laughs> the preeminent, prevailing, primordial mm. gift of love that comes to us in the one manifestation of Calvary by which my God, the natural and the spiritual are united in a visual symbol. My Lord. (laughs) So if I heard you correctly, I believe what you're saying is it's time to push theology out of the way and teach them neology. Can someone ask me what she said? She said it's time to. to Can someone tell me what Sarita said? I didn't hear me. She said push theology out of the way and teach our children neology. What is the way by which. I don't hear the question. Yes, it must be something on her end with the connection. So, um, 
just just continue. Yeah. So can you can you hear us, Dr. Bryant? I'm not hearing the question. My concern in this season when we are all housed together. Yes. Is to reconstruct the meaning of home. Mm -hmm. If we reconstruct the identity of home, mm -hmm. so that this is no longer 1327 Broadway. Yeah. This is the sanctuary of the living God. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is where God speaks. Mm. This is where God heals. This mm -hmm. is where God brings joy. This mm -hmm. is where God mm -hmm. prepares us mm -hmm. for the future. As we are interacting and engaging with our children and our grandchildren, we err when we don't speak destiny into their inner spirit to tell them that they are leaders, to tell them that God has a plan for them, to tell them that they are greater than their zip code, to let them know that they are the hope and dreams of the prayers of their ancestors, to tell them that when God my God sacrificed his son on Calvary. He had them in mind. And Jesus is the reason that he crucified himself that they might fulfill their kingdom destiny. Wow. And, and your offsprings are doing just that. Can you hear? All right. Or perhaps type yes. the question in so she can see it. You <clears throat> said my offspring? Yes, are doing just that. They are walking in the, the prayers for which you and, and Bishop Bryant and your mothers and their mothers have prayed for them, um, prayed over them. You, they, you, got, you laid hands on them and they're doing just what God called them to do in their own arena. Amen. All right. And it's it's imperative. It's imperative that every yeah. parent and, and grandparent understands that. I saw it translated yesterday on a sports channel where Shaquille O'Neal talked about his mother and his stepfather and how they called out greatness in him. The father mm. wouldn't let him play one sport. He had to master all the sports. Why? Yeah. Because he was great. And that was sown into him. He was never called stupid. He was never called ignorant. He was always required to transcend and to aspire. You're greater than this. To yeah. speak that into your children, but more than that, to model it. To model it. Mm -hmm. You cannot birth greatness if you're living out mediocrity. Uh -huh. Jesus. A mother who is a day worker. Uh -huh. Unlike the other day workers at the bus stop, they all wore the house cleaning uniform. Yeah. My mother put on a business suit and <laughs> carried an attache case with her day worker uniform in it. Yeah. Her economic position, her employment did not define her identity. She yeah. was saying to the world and her employer, I'm greater than this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we have to model that. Mm -hmm. And in this hour, I'm really praying that my, my single daughters in the gospel model that mm -hmm. in the kind of men you bring into your life. Oh, my, my, model my, 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 my. 
in the kind of women that you interact with. Model that in the kind of resources you have in your home. Model greatness. Manifest kingdom destiny. This is the realization of kingdom destiny. You want to know what God looks like? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) My Lord. The Bible told me so. We are the imagio dei, created in the image of God. The Bible says in Genesis that we are created in the image and likeness of God. You want to know what God looks like. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot diminish what the Bible itself has said about me. Mm. Who I am is not determined by my zip code. My God. It's not determined by my profession. It is not determined by where I graduated in, graduated from. My God, I will put myself beside any man or woman of any stature. My daughter asked me when I took her on a mission trip with me one year, when we were on the plane coming back, she said, mommy, how did you know that you could meet with prime ministers and presidents. And I said, Tama, I didn't know I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm asking my daughters in the gospel, my sons in the gospel, stop handicapping the children. Exactly. With your limited self-understanding. Stop handicapping the children with your insecurity. Mm-hmm. Stop handicapping the children with your self-rejection. Mm-hmm. My Lord. And lying on the bloodline. <laughs> lying on the bloodline. My God. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I remember some years ago when I I got very ill and they called to uh, they called the bishops in Africa to tell them that I was deathly ill, and when they got a hold of uh, one of the bishops, he said, "Tell her this is not her portion; she will not die." The doctors had already said to my husband, "I wouldn't make it through the night." And my husband began to tell them, no one can come in here unless they're going to say she's going to live. And that was in that was Mother's Day 2010. And I'm alive because of that confession, because he chose not to listen to the lie. We have we have we have handicapped our children through negative reports and negative comments. And we've got to a place to where, as parents, they believe the lie. I, I say so many times to some of the young ladies that I mentor, find your happy place. Yeah. Find your happy place. And you begin to speak life into your happy place. Make it your happy place. And, and those that know me know I love to laugh. I'm going to find something to laugh about. You may not appreciate what I'm laughing at, but I may be laughing at you too. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to laugh. I have no control over some of the things that go on around me, but I do have a control over my joy. Yes. Um, Dr. Bryant, um, Elise and Quinny are on the line and they are 
supporting you with, with gladness, um, echoing what you're saying. Um, Reverend Quinn Phillips saying, yes, mommy lived it. And Evangelist Elise Williams is saying, stop handicapping the children. And of course, you know, they both love children dearly and they do everything that they can to uh, motivate children and to inspire them. And I see that in you. Not only do you motivate children, you're motivating women and men who are in ministry. They may not see it in themselves, but you called it, call it into existence. And when you call it, they begin to walk in. I've seen it firsthand. I, I'm ex I've experienced it firsthand. So I, I'm grateful for what you're saying and what you're doing. How is it that when you talk to people, well, allow me to rephrase that. When people talk to you, you give them guidance and they begin to walk in it. I want to know when you speak life, people begin to see it regardless of their past or not. Kind of speak on that when you speak life into people. I didn't, I didn't get it. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Can't, go on. Keep, keep talking. Can someone summarize the question for me? I didn't get it. Can you hear? Um, let's, let's see. Talk a little bit about how you speak life into your men, daughters and sons in ministry. How you mentor them. How do you mentor? Is that yes. the question? How do you yes. mentor people? Yes. 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 To mentor, first of all, let's make some distinctions. There's a difference between a mentee and a parasite. Come on! There's a difference. You got it? Oh, yes. <laughs> There's a difference between a, a mentee mm -hmm. and a shadow. Yes. As a mentor, we are not called to create people in our own image. Mm -hmm. To mentor is to midwife. And to midwife is to be the coach of the birthing of another soul's authenticity. The mentee, the mentee has to understand their responsibilities. Okay. I've had many mentee dropouts. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking for an entourage. I don't need an entourage. I know how to get where I'm going. <laughs> and so I've had many mentee dropouts because, as with my children, I required study, research, mm -hmm. to be an exemplar. Mm -hmm. As I said at one women's conference, and they didn't invite me back, 
Oh. I said, a man <laughs> and a weed do not a prophetess make. But a prophetess is that which is born of the spirit through the womb of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And a mentor and a mentee are not a natural fit. Mm. It's a spiritual assignment. Mm-hmm. And unless the Holy Spirit has confirmed mm. that this is your assignment, it's an oh abuse my God. of power. Oh my God. Oh my God. Bring someone into your life as a mentee. Oh my God. <laughs> unless the Holy Spirit has mm. called you into that person's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. It's an unnecessary source of ego gratification. Whoa. To be a mentor is spirit work. That's why Jesus only took 12. Ah, glory. Glory. It's spirit work. Yeah. There, are many, there are people who want to be mentees, but they don't want to be uh, rebuked. Jesus. They want to be mentees, but they don't want to be corrected. They want to be mentees, but they don't want to have a mm-hmm. prayer life. My God, today. They want to be mentees, but they want to abdicate holiness. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to rise to holiness. You're not on the list. Don't want to put the time in. Integrity is the first thing. Yes. yes. You can't yes. mentor a liar. Oh! Because if they can't tell you the truth, Oh, you're going to help somebody. Come on here. If they can't tell you the truth, they're not telling themselves the truth. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. mentor a liar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on. Keep going. They're not ready. Keep mm-hmm. going. Wait. wait. Mm-hmm. They're not ready. So a mentor is a holy thing. The, 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 the concept is used very loosely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Too loosely. But but to mentor, there's a Mm. spiritual manifestation. Mm. You can't mentor someone who is in ego competition with you. (laughs) They just want to be close Mm. to you to figure out how you do it so they can do it better. My Mm. God. (laughs) My Mm. God, today. Help somebody today, doctor. Help Mm. them. In in, in the corporate world, that's what they call corporate piracy. Mm Mm-hmm. They just there to steal your stuff. Uh-huh. And in the church. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're spiritual groupies. Wow. They just want to go with the band, honey. Yeah. Not they don't really want to work. And they will suck the life out of you. Parasites. It's very important to be clear about it. Yes. Be very clear about it. Yeah. Setting boundaries. Uh-uh. Oh, you cannot mentor a liar. Just That's let powerful. him go. That's powerful. Let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Very go ahead, Dr. Burns. What did yeah. you say, Dr. Burns? Um, just repeating what you said. You cannot mentor a liar. Um, I'll put it up. Just tell her to read the screen. No. Goodness gracious. <laughs> My, but, that is a spir- but it's a spiritual assignment. Um, and and I that right there um, is so very powerful because there are times that people try to choose their mentor or their mentee mm. by appearance. 
about right. what they think instead yeah. of understanding that it's a God connection, that it's yeah. God um, mm -hmm. who's doing this. And if God's not in the midst God of this, does it. this, yes, that God does it. My goodness, yeah. yes. That's right. And oftentimes- And it's not forever. Seasonal. Everything goes oh! seasonal. seasonal. You're not mentoring oh, okay. somebody for life. Mm -hmm. At they some push point, them, they just push graduate. them out the net. They gotta go. At some point, they ought to get it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that they don't come back for mm -hmm. confirmation or consultation. But you cannot carry on your hip a teenager. Mm. A teenager needs to know how to walk for themselves. Mm. You break your back. This is heavy walking today, um, but I, I think this is it's so very important um, because I've seen ministries that are not let, able. Let me bring to this up while it yes. comes to me. Nor is there ever a financial relationship between the mentor and the mentee. You are not the cash cow of the mentee. Mm -hmm. You are not positioned to loan them money mm -hmm. or to borrow money from them. That. Make it plain. Mm -hmm. My God. Clear, this is not a financial relationship. Mm -hmm. We the have a thing that's important. You are not a therapist if you're not certified by the board of psychiatry. <laughs> Be clear about it. Oh, oh, oh. The mentor has to know when to refer and oh. what's under your purview and what is not. Wow. And be honest about saying, Precious, you need some therapy. Oh. <laughs> that has oh. nothing to do with our mentor mentee relationship. Oh, 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 oh. You need Praise help Lord. with the incest of your childhood. Oh. You need help with coming out of that abusive relationship mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with the mentor-mentee oh. process, which is about shaping and birthing your destiny. Mm -hmm. We have a question, um, Dr. Bryan, from Reverend Quinn Phillips. She's saying, what was or what is your most fulfilling moment in ministry? What was my most fulfilling moment? In what ministry? was or what is? Mm -hmm. When I was in Abidjan and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I took my daughter, my son was away at Morehouse and Tamer was still in high school and we went to the refugee camp mm. at Vridi Canal in the Ivory Coast. Mm. Mm. And I found it very interesting because when I arrived, there were only men. Wow. And I turned to the translator and said, where are the women? He said, wow. they see you, they're behind the fence there. <laughs> so I engaged the chief. And I said to the chief, tomorrow is Easter Sunday. Will you honor me to come and preach the gospel 
in this refugee camp. Mm. And the chief said, you are welcome. Mm -hmm. The next morning when I came back, instead of just dirt and stools, they had taken down palm branches and built a sanctuary mm. to bring in Easter. Mm -hmm. wow. And when I preached, the chief came up and gave me his hand to accept Jesus. Oh, wow. And when the chief came, all the men came. Oh, and wow. when all the men came, the gate opened. Mm -hmm. And all the women came. Mm -hmm. Hey! Mm -hmm. uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. My Lord. Wow. Mm -hmm. And we named it Bethel. The first Francophone church in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. Wow. And now in the Ivory Coast, we have over 40 congregations. Wow. God is a wonder. God is a wonder. He's a wonder. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Lord. That's powerful. Just trying to see if we had a, another question here. Um, go ahead, Dr. Burns. Yeah, I was trying to do the same. I really wish, and, and I hope she's not exhausted it, um, but I really would um, like to hear more about the relationships of mentors and mentees. Um, I, I believe that there are a lot of persons that are tuning in and will tune in later um, mm -hmm. that have either, um, they've been hurt, maybe they've even been abused um, both, on both sides of it both the mentor and even the mentee because they did not necessarily understand the purpose. Mm -hmm. and, and even to perhaps speak more about how, um, what, what are some of the lines that mentors need to make sure that they draw in not crossing that in making sure that the relationship um, maintains health and stays on, a, um, on, on God purpose. Yeah. Um... That's where you call a misfit, <laughs> a misfit. I got a call before the pandemic from a young lady who was assigned by her pastor who was male to be the armor bearer for a guest preacher who was a woman. And I, okay. I appreciate that. The reason she called me was she said, Dr. C, when I got to the hotel, she asked me to come upstairs. So I went upstairs. And when I got there, she asked me to help her pull on her pantyhose. Mm. She said, I was very uncomfortable. I said, you had a right to be and to be offended. Yes. When you get back to the church, tell the pastor you will no longer serve that woman as an armor bearer. That was an offense to the kingdom of God. Yeah. And what you picked up in your spirit My God. was that this was unclean. 
Y'all here today? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am grieved mm -hmm. by women in ministry mm -hmm. who treat women mm -hmm. the way men treat women who don't respect women. Come on. I'm here, and it is happening. Come on. It is happening. And clearly, that spirit was an unclean spirit. Yes, yes, yes. And thank God that the young woman was not malleable, but had the grace to know, A, that it was out of order, and B, that she had a choice. Yes, absolutely. That you tell your pastor exactly what happened, and let him know you're not going back. Right, right, right. And so it's important that we make right decisions yes, about these kingdom relationships. Yes, yes, I can often tell, it's a colloquial expression, I can often tell who someone's father in the ministry is mm -hmm. by how they conduct themselves not only in the pulpit, but out of the pulpit. Mm -hmm. My, my, my. Talk more. Please say more. Please say more. Please. Don't, don't stop Please. there. Don't stop there. And the translation is, I can tell mm -hmm. who someone's mother in the ministry is mm -hmm. by their conduct, not only in the pulpit, but right. out of the pulpit. Right. Oh, Jesus. Right. Jesus. Oh, goodness. Oh, what did the grandmother say? Holiness is still right. It's right. Yes, it is. It's still right. It's still right. Yeah. Holiness is without gender. It's a spiritual quality. He said, be holy like I'm holy. Yes. Who raised you? Uh, we have so many comments here, Dr. <laughs> Dr. C. Um, allow me to share this one comment. I'm not sure it's, if you could read it, but it's from Dr. Hill. She says, speaking as one who has served many over the last 20 years, I am grateful to serve a leader of integrity now. And she emphasizes now. But boundaries have been violated by other leaders that have left me broken. Wow. I think it's important that mentees also, also be able to see and sense when a leader is not worthy of being their mentor. Right. So she's speaking from experience. Can you speak on, on that just a little? Well, you've already spoken on integrity and walking in integrity and being able to be but walk in boldness and say no. My Lord. We have some other well, kind of grateful. No, 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 go ahead. I'm grateful that it didn't turn Dale away and did not drop Hill away from the church yeah. as often happens. Yeah. And so it's very important that if something is happening mm -hmm. between you and the mentor mm -hmm. that cannot be done in the front of the church, then mm -hmm. it's wrong. Mm -hmm. 
If it can't be said in a microphone mm -hmm. in the congregation, then it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. my Lord. Mm -hmm. um, um, on that, and I, and I really hope that you can hear, hear me clearly, um, that there are so many persons, both male and female, um, that have been what the best way I can call it has been that, that have been parts of ministries um, that spiritually abuse them, that they don't know how uh, to say to their leader, um, this is inappropriate or say to their leader um, that this makes me uncomfortable without being ostracized um, by, by the entire uh, fellowship or the entire congregation or others. What, what do you say if there's someone who's listening to us today that, that, that they believe that spiritually that perhaps they're being blessed some ways by the ministry, but yet on the other end that, um, that they're constantly um, in fear of being ostracized or, um, or pushed out? That's a good question. Mm. For some churches, being gifted as a, is enough. If the pastor is gifted, they'll forgive him anything. Oh. Adultery, incest, corruption. Being gifted is enough in some churches. And the reality is, if you are unfortunately born into, raised into one of those churches, when you come out of there, you have to do unlearning. You have to do a lot of unlearning. And ah. because the gift of God is always greater than our intelligence, the gift of God is always greater than our emotional capacity. Very often mentees who are more gifted than their pastor is intelligent will find themselves repressed and find others less gifted promoted. When it was time for me to be ordained, I was the only female and the only one in seminary. The examiner's board failed me and they passed the brother who was a bus driver. Uh -huh. Nothing wrong with being a bus driver, it's an honorable profession. I'm talking academically now. I said, I, I was in seminary. Jesus, my God. The other brother worked in the post office. My God. Neither had been to college, but I failed. My God. The examiner's board failed me, and guess what? My God. My husband was the dean of the examiner's board. But the faculty over me failed me. Wow. And Bishop John Hurst Adams, on the day that I was read out to be rejected for ordination. Wow. Cecilia, did you turn in your paper? Yes, I turned in my paper bishop. What was the thesis of your paper, Cecilia? I said, my paper was on Tillich. He said, come and defend it. I defended my thesis on the floor. And Bishop Adams said, ordain this woman. 
My God. Did you get anything? My, my, my. My God. My God. Did you get anything? My Lord, my Lord. So it is not because you're gifted that you will be respected. Mm. It is not because you're worthy that you'll mm-hmm. be respected. The Bible says <laughs> that God himself chooses and elects. Mm-hmm. Y'all get oh. anything? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. He calls and oh, determines and predestines according to his own glory. My mother used to tell me the reverberations from the doors that they close in your face hey! will throw open a larger door. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Get ready for rejection if you're an authentic prophet. Jesus. Ain't nobody going to give you no cosage. They're not going to give you no appreciation banquet. But get ready yeah. for a larger door to open. Hey. Glory. Jesus. The reverberations from the door that they close in your face will throw open a larger door. And I've grown accustomed to walking through those larger doors. Yeah. Are yeah. you here today? Yeah, yeah. Are you still whining mm. to get through the puppy entrance? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Never allow your gift to bow down to mediocrity. Stand still. The Bible said it. And see the deliverance of the Lord. They always had in that old preaching singing, won't he do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, he will. So as women of God, This is our season. I want to give this to you. The Messiah who was the living word was wound W-O-M-B-E-D was wound by a woman in 2020 Messianic vision will be unleashed through woman to the nations. As it says in Ephesians 3 and 20, according to the power that is at work within us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sit down on the power. You can camouflage the power. You better speak. You can deny the power. But there's a power that's at work within us that's unstoppable, that's irreversible, that's eternal, that's supernatural. And when you say yes to the power, nations will do your bidding. Yes, I've made you a prophet to the nations. The nations will do your bidding. Yes, Lord. And that's our prophetic purpose, to bring the nations in alignment 
with the principles of the kingdom of God. My Lord, we have um, 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 we have only we have four minutes and um, we're all so full right now. None of us can really talk. Um, but there is one question. I don't know if you'll be able to deal with it, but what is, how do you know, discern, I think that's the question about discernment. Is that correct? I'm just, ugh, my God. Um. <laughs> yes, it, it was a question by Dr. Wallace um, and she talked about discernment. Um, what are helpful hints to discern? My Lord. John 2 and 29. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Let the women say today. 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 And so we pray, Lord, hasten the day. Lord, let it be in this day. Our people are weary. We're seized by a pandemic. Men and women are troubled in our minds. The children are at risk emotionally, sexually, spiritually, and intellectually. Lord, hasten the day when you pour out your spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And it says in Chronicles, uh, if there is a pandemic, ah, if my people yeah. who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, then will I heaven and forgive their sin. All oh, that America would repent and be forgiven. All oh, that Trump would repent and be forgiven. All oh, that the churches would repent and be forgiven. That he would forgive our sins and heal the land and heal the land. What is the first sign of the prophetic presence? Is the first sign of healing. Hey. And we shall be healed. Save us. And we shall be saved. Today, God. Do today, it today, God. God. You are right now, God. Do it today, God. In this very hour. Today, God. And now. The Bible says, and now abideth. Hey, faith. Now abideth. And now. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Bless you, Dr. Brian. Bless you. 
Bless you, Dr. Brian. Bless you. Dr. Wright, um, close us out on today. We are at our time. Unmute yourself, if you will, Dr. Wright, and close us out to read, my God, my soul, my soul Hallelujah. is full. Just Hallelujah. Thank, you. thank you, Dr. Brian. Hallelujah. I, I, I just want to just pray real briefly, Father, that you'll seal this word that we've heard on today. Seal it on the hearts and the minds of your people, oh God. Lord, that we won't walk away from this time and miss an opportunity, an opportunity to, to, to be your voice, an opportunity to represent you. Seal this word upon our hearts and our minds and in our spirits, God, that we will seize the moment and do what you have called us to do. Arise and go forth. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you right now. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Powerful, powerful. powerful. Before we close out on this week, Dr. Wright, our guest will be, please share that with our audience before we our guest on next will be the Reverend Dr. Donna McDaniels. She is a former United Methodist pastor, a great woman of God who, who is very well-versed in the word, um, travels and ministers and training individuals in trauma healing groups, uh, helping to unmask that the baggage that keeps so many people bound, uh, dealing with uh, soul ties and and uh, uh, familiar spirits and and wounds, and so we're excited that Dr. McDaniel's is going to be with us and that she has the opportunity to come. And looking forward to going higher. We have been going higher every week, higher and higher. And if you can't get a breakthrough in this time with all this word that's going forth. I think you need to stay in quarantine. Mm-hmm. God bless you all. Thank all of you all for joining us. I'm pleased. I remember to invite your friends to be a part. If you didn't already share this broadcast so others might be blessed by the prophetic purpose in this word that was released uh, to Dr. Um, by through Dr. Brian on today. Hit those heart buttons. Let her know how blessed you were on today by this broadcast. My heart is full. Love you all. And until next week, God bless. Go ahead.